welcome to a new world of entertainment. The ultimate entertainment platform. Featuring from Winkler Pictures and Mike Up Gaming, Mike Winkler. From Condiment Games, Jeremy Larson. Jason Kabasa. The Forsaken Avenger, Martin Houston. And returning to the crew, Alistair Engelhardt. Created by friends. Listen to our podcast and watch live discussions on Facebook and YouTube. Gaming streaming featuring Mike Up Gaming and Forsaken Avenger. And written movie, short film, and television reviews. Subscribe to our podcast and visit our site for more info. Welcome to LCA Entertainment. On this episode of our podcast. I admire its purity. A survivor. And I'm clouded by conscience, remorse, or delusions of morality. An LCA Entertainment Retrospective Series. Satan, your kingdom must come down. Satan, your kingdom must come down. I heard the voice. We revisit the franchise. That took the world by storm. We're gonna pray until they tear your kingdom down. Pray until they tear your kingdom down. I heard the voice of the Welcome in, everybody, to the Alien Franchise Retrospective, the first four films of the iconic sci-fi franchise directed by Ridley Scott, James Cameron, uh, David Fincher, and some French guy that did Resurrection. I put it that way because I don't know who the hell he is. So anyway, um, I'm here with Jeremy Larson. We're hoping Jason Cavassi will be here uh, joining us soon. Uh, This retrospective is courtesy of our very own Jeremy Larson, and I'm happy he did it because... 
I don't know why this franchise didn't come to my mind to do this. It's it's uh, it's a hidden treasure of a franchise that I think is wildly overlooked because the first Alien film gave us a brand new type of horror that we had never seen before. This is, this, so. is, this is science fiction horror. But, well, I, you could even just call it body horror. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's body horror through and through. No question and about it. It is the first Alien film is is like dang near perfect. Like top it, it tier. It has everything. It does. It, mm-hmm. the, the suspense never stops. Even up mm-hmm. until the end, it never stops. No, the intensity of just and the thing of it is too is that the first film is just one alien, and people mm-hmm. might think, oh, they're so used to the other films having numerous aliens, but the first movie worked so well because we had never seen it before. Mm-hmm. And in a way, I feel like the crew in that situation that just one alien for the first time is actually scarier than a whole group of them. It is. One alien is far more terrifying. Because mm-hmm. you can't you can't see an entire group, but you at least know where the entire group is. Right. One, even with their little detectors, you, you see one and it's just like, okay, so how is it how how close is it really? <laughs> <laughs> I love those detectors. When we were we were talking about Alien Isolation earlier, and mm. just in that game, having that device and pulling it out and just seeing that little blip just move around where it's, right. it feels like it's near you, but then it's not, and then it's behind mm. you when it when it showed it was in front of you. It mm-hmm. was creepy. It was scary. It was. Okay, because you'll always see that two dimensional map, but you'll never figure out if it's above you or below you. Exactly. Exactly. No, the first the first film is iconic, and it's hard to believe that movie is from, I believe, nineteen seventy eight. I can't I can't believe it either. No, the year after Star Wars began. <laughs> uh, but it, it, that really was. I think this really was the movie that launched Sigourney Weaver's career because this is definitely really much pre Ghostbusters, like pretty yes, far ahead of Ghostbusters. Oh yeah. So. Um, you know, this was kind of her breakout role, and this will always be the movie she'll really be known for. No question about it. Mm-hmm. I, I think Sigourney Reaver killed it in, in this entire franchise. Mm-hmm. In, in every single movie, she delivers such a powerful performance in all the different situations. <laughs> yeah, even in Resurrection, when she kind of had a shit script and a shitty movie kind of around her. Yeah, and in mm-hmm. turn, she played a very complex character compared yep. to the Ripley that we knew in the three other movies before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow she just makes it work. I, all the power to her. Um, it's hard for me to pinpoint what my favorite Ripley performance is. I mean, we talk about the first film is damn near perfect, but mm-hmm. aliens is really right up there with it. I mean, very much so. Right. Um, yeah, like and you, she's you, so good. A lot of sequels, they can come back with kind of a, a lackluster idea when, mm-hmm. they, when they're just like, oh, like, let's continue this idea. But Aliens yeah. made it so much better. Far, oh God, yeah. far better. Oh, God, yeah. And the action in Aliens is just spectacular. I mean, this, this, this movie, I what frustrates me about people when they talk about James Cameron, everybody likes to talk about either Titanic or Avatar. And they like mm-hmm. to disregard Terminator 2 and Aliens. They just kind of put those two movies kind of on the back burner of his career. Mm-hmm. 
And to be honest, I think those movies are much more enjoyable than Titanic or Avatar. Oh, absolutely. N- hands down. I would rather watch I would rather watch an Alien or a Terminator movie over over Titanic. Oh yeah. There's st- uh, I can't I can't even get give you like I'm not even going to get into it the inconsistencies and the really really stupid things I noticed when watching Titanic like later in life. It just doesn't well, it doesn't make sense anymore. He prides himself a little too heavily on the love story and kind of gets away from the historical aspect. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what ends up hurting it. I mean, you, you have the female crowd that loves the movie, but that's because they're caught up and sucked into the love story and they're not taking in the actual historical aspects of, of right. the film. And that's, and that's kind of the problem with that the most. And then Avatar, you know, Avatar to me is fine, but Avatar to me, everybody is blinded by the 3D effects and the story is just okay. Avatar is eye candy. And special effects. That that is yeah. that is pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's what with, it all is. Because there, the reason that these films stand above those films is because mm-hmm. this is all done with practical effects. There is there is no uh, CGI when it comes to the the alien, like the first and second alien movies. It's not CGI. This is all like animatronics like this stuff looks real because it is real right i wish that i wish that things would people would do this more often because i i don't we don't see this as much anymore in in television and movies we don't see any of this kind of stuff because they they rely so heavily on the special effects now and computer generated images well, for as, for as much as the sequel trilogy for Star Wars suffered, I do give Abrams credit for using practical effects and going back to that. Yes. Um, that was the one nice thing with, with the sequel trilogy where it, it got away from the CGI heavy stuff and went back to the look of the originals. Mm-hmm. Um, and I appreciated that. And, and you're right. There's something special about that. And I, I'll compare that to um, like the newer Jurassic Park films. The first yeah. three were all practical dinosaurs. Jurassic World got CGI heavy with it, and it showed. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it, uh, it it just it lost its um, realistic touch. Yeah, it really did. And uh, you're right. A- aliens to me, uh, if you made all the aliens CGI, I think it would take away from the the actual fear or the or the the, the scariness of the monster. And that's why I think the, 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 the further you get along, the less scary the aliens become. Mm-hmm. Like in uh, like in Alien Covenant. And I mean you could even count Prometheus as a as an alien movie because yeah. that's what it is. <laughs> uh, but it, but there there's those two movies are far too heavy in CGI and not enough looks yeah. believable anymore. No, I, I'll give you a good example. In that scene in Alien Covenant, when the alien jumps on the ship and they're going around mm-hmm. in circles, yeah, it, it doesn't look real. The alien's crawling around fast, and it's like, yeah, this is going far away from what made this series special. Right. I think I think they could. I oh, now I know that they're doing that with with this. Uh, the reason that we kind of started this entire retrospective was because of prey coming out next month. And yeah, the new predator film mm-hmm. because of the crossover between aliens and predator. I, I think both aliens and predator lost a lot of their 
you know, f- like firmness as a as a film franchise when they stopped. Grittiness. Yeah, they lost the grittiness when they stopped doing these mm-hmm. practical effects because nothing just seems, everything just seems way too far-fetched when it's CGI. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. And that new okay. Prey film, looking at the trailers, it looks to me, it looks a little bit more grounded again. Like an old it does. film. And I really, I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to get my hopes up for it. It's tough. I know. I, I, I understand. It's. I've heard good things. If, if that makes you feel better, I've heard a couple reviews, and some of the reviews had said that it kind of goes back to that old school predator feel. So and it I seems would, like we're kind of getting what we want. I'd really like that. There, there are like, because the, another thing with the predators is that like the films themselves as they keep going on they keep giving the predators more and more advanced weapons mm-hmm. Which, again they're a hunter why do they need so many of them if they're really good they would maybe need a couple no, you're right. because they're hunters they want a challenge they don't want it to be easy at all no but no, like going but going going back to Alien for sure, like this and this this, I love the practical effects. They look so real, and I will mm-hmm. always remember the fact that I was terrified as a child after seeing my first Alien oh, film. God. God, you know what really did it to me? The face huggers. The f- oh, yeah, they still haunt the my nightmares. <laughs> See, I I, I had uh, I had made a deal. With my wife, I told her that uh, we can either do the Alien franchise or we can do Terminator. <laughs> and and <laughs> Terminator, she's sitting right next to me right now. <laughs> uh, I don't blame her because those face huggers—they will haunt your dreams forever. Yes, forever. They will. <laughs> never. They will. Never, ever. Yeah. Uh, the facehuggers were, they weren't a joke either. Like, the, these were the perfect, this was the perfect animal. The alien. Mm. And they, mm-hmm. explain, they explain that many times in, in the movies. Is that, I mean, the acid for blood. You, you, gotta, you gotta realize that there is some intense uh, biochemistry going on to where it, its skin can hold in the acid. But once it cuts out, it's able to just go all over the place and melt through everything that it touches. And it's you know so what always got me. What's and up? I, I, I saw that in Alien uh, Resurrection today. There was a couple scenes that were like there was the gun on the ground and there was slime still on it, and, he, and, mm-hmm. and the guy picks it up and touches the slime, but that doesn't burn him. Okay, okay. Well, that, that's because there's, there's, there's. I mean, we as humans, we have different uh, bodily functions and body. Saliva. Organs. Yeah, that, that's that's the saliva. It's not. It's not the blood. Okay. Why would it? Okay. Why would it bleed over a guy? <laughs> that's a no good one, point. That's what I was thinking. I was like, how did this get here? You know what my mom yeah. always say? No one bleeds over a dropped gun. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's good. Thank you. Uh, I was uh, trying to, make, you know, spilt milk, but it just didn't work. I didn't you did. get that. <laughs> I'll get. I'll give you one of these. Oh, thank you. Good thank joke. You. Good joke. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But yeah, no, that, um, going back to that first film, uh, I think the first time that I ever saw the alien burst out of the guy's chest. Yeah. Oh, that, that moment. That's a lot Mm. to take in. Yeah. And I, I can't, I don't know if this is true or not. I feel like it is. But I heard that the 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 cast didn't even know that was going to happen either. Really? Like their reactions are so genuine because they didn't expect the chest burster alien to just come out. Well, they so got the genuine, uh, genuine oh, they reaction. Did. I mean, they're terrified. They they looked absolutely like it, it was beyond concern. It was just horror. <laughs> That, sometimes the best way to do it. Sometimes catching your cast off guard, you get those genuine emotions, and that makes sometimes for the best shot possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that 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 scene still still gets me. And if in every Alien movie, they all try to replicate that in somehow, some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Some as effective, some not as not so much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I hate to give an example of this, but AVP kind of being an example of it. It it has it in the movie, but it doesn't really. Play to the same kind of feel? No, no. Um, so, what was your uh, what's your favorite moment from the first film? Uh, that oh, I think ju- that that's a, a lot. There's a lot in that it's film, a lot. Mm-hmm. and I th- it, it's it has to be. <laughs> <laughs> listening to the screams of uh, her fellow crew members as Ripley is just bolting to the mm. to the end because mm-hmm. she knows they're not going to make it and she has to listen to every painful sound that they make as they are killed off by this one alien. No one can hear you scream in space. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> I mean, that's no. the that's the deal. That's the that's the deal. <laughs> hmm. No. Uh. I. Yeah. That. That is a good moment. It's kind of hard for me to even top that moment because, because that it's chilling. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the first moment. You know. This is. This is Ripley's first encounter. So. You know, watching her throughout all the films, and then kind of going back to this moment, it makes it so much more. Um, it makes that moment so much more powerful. Right. But as as the aliens evolve through the film, so does Ripley. She becomes more vigilant, and like is she is she kind of has that knowledge of what to do with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Man. She uh, it's it's amazing how through each film how she gets more and more. I want to say she gets more and more ballsy and tougher. I mean, I don't mm. even want to count her really in Resurrection because even though it's Ripley, it's. It's it's not bit. Ripley, yeah. yeah. Um, up until that third movie where she's really tough as nails. I mean, she really is tough as nails in that third film for the most part. And yet again, no one believes her. <laughs> no, no. Three movies in, nobody still believes her. Although what's what's good in the fourth film, everybody believes her at that point. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that first film definitely uh, it's a hard one to top. But if I go into Aliens, boy, Aliens does a fine job competing with it. 
Oh yeah, it does. There, there, there are plenty of there. There's plenty of moments that make Aliens better than the first one. But it, it is, it is the isolation. It, it, I think Aliens mm-hmm. did kind of exa- kind of what uh, Terminator did. They established a an enemy. They established that enemy in a solo way, like you were fighting this pretty much blind because you have you have like little to no way to defeat it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they turn it into an action film in the second <laughs> in the sequel. That's true. Yeah, because we get the alien overload. But the thing is, is that I feel that Aliens and Terminator 2 are kind of on par with each other in terms of pacing, in terms of the enemy that they're facing. Even though Aliens, you're just adding more, you still you still have the queen at the end. Yeah. Which is, it, that's that caveat at the end. It's that you, you get to meet the queen. It's laying eggs all over the place. Like, it just keeps laying eggs. Mm-hmm. Compared, compared, comparatively to like the T one thousand, that's like another enemy you just can't really defeat unless you have the technology or a fluke. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, you're yeah, you're right. I mean, it's and it's funny that both films are written and directed by Cameron because there are so many those similarities between the two on how they both they both take the franchises in bold new directions. Yes, they do. And it, it, it kind of frustrates me that after Aliens, the franchise starts to really go downhill and fast. Yeah. Because I almost feel that if Cameron would have stayed on board and would have kind of guided this after this, mm-hmm. what kind of Alien 3 or 4 would we have gotten? I, I wish I knew. I wish I even had a, a glimpse of what to know because Alien 3 did add some new stuff that I found really exciting and I really wish they would have probed further with it. It's the, if an alien were to, or if a facehugger were to impregnate a different species, that alien comes out different. Yeah. Like the alien, the alien in the first alien and the alien in three, completely different aliens. Oh god, yeah. One I think is, the Alien Three one is more aggressive. Though it's it's aggressive, it's faster, mm-hmm. and like, wait, how did you come up with this? And it, it is a little bit smaller than the uh, than a, a regular drone would be. And, yeah, it was a little smaller. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the um, oh, it was the uh, the the video game Alien versus Predator Extinction that you actually get to see different types of aliens that come out from that like you got you got your regular drone um you've got the runner i think you've got a uh was it a praetorian or something like that it's it's kind of like a queen's guard basically like it's it's harder shelled and those can evolve into a queen if you're if if uh if you so want to they never did put labels on specific aliens in the movies did they no, which I find really sad because I wish that we would have seen a different type of alien, which we kind of do in Covenant. That's a different looking one as well. That's true. Because that that one's head instead of like the um, 
the curved back dome the sort long, of thing. Like the, mm-hmm. it kind of seemed like the head was a bit bigger, like more bulgy, like kind of like a beluga whale looks. Yeah, a little bit. So like yeah, everything it was definitely different. is different in its phys- phys- oh, physiology. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I wish I would have yeah. seen more of that. Yeah, that's kind of that. You're, you're right about that. I, I wish they would have maybe dove deep a little bit more into like the alien as a species. You know, like the different types, the different mm-hmm. kinds of aliens. Um, that's yeah. something that I think Prometheus could have uh, divulged into a little bit more. But that was the problem with Prometheus. It focused way too much on the creator aspect and the builder, right? Ever, and I was just like, I'm not interested in these giant whitish blue humanoid looking people i i don't i and then we kind of and then to be honest with you it kind of almost ruins the the mystery behind the alien species because now we're finding out oh these engineers genetically created them so it's like so they weren't their own species that came from their own planet they were genetically created and it's kind of like oh okay that kind of loses some of its muster now yeah it, it, it didn't make sense to me like it, the entirety of the first like scene of prometheus didn't make sense it was just like oh i'm gonna ingest this black goo and then suddenly die yeah and they never really that they movie is so that. full of of plot holes and things that don't get explained and then covenant comes out and has a chance to build off of it and explain shit no just no, adds more don't. mystery. <laughs> it, mm. We're going to actually add xenomorphs this time, but we're going to create a bigger mystery for a potential third movie that oh, we yeah. never got. We never got it. Mm. Frustrating. No, I, I, always, I always thought the original Alien drone looked just perfectly terrifying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the the one thing that always freaked me out was the tongue or the well the 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 mouth inside the oh mouth. the thing that pops out yes mm-hmm. yeah and it's it, like a it was, second mouth with a second group of teeth on it yeah mm-hmm. it, I it, it didn't make sense but it always was terrifying <laughs> it, and and the fact that it goes through so quickly goes through a human body just like that. It has it, that it, force and that feel. It's just a punch. Yeah, yeah. I, mm. I have, I have to mm. applaud whoever designed the alien because they they did so much with just really how it job. looks, with the teeth, the the extra mouth, the the, the tail, the fact tail, that it has the, the acid blood. The oh, the oh, I can't even think of what they'd be called. The things in their back, like they they had uh, like rods just jutting out of their back. Oh, and they they move and they and they kind of flap almost like yeah. uh, almost like wings almost in a way. Yeah. And their like their arms, their hands even like there, there's Everything so much about it. to be said. There's so much to be said about it. Mm-hmm. Which is which is a fantastic reason why you would put the predator against them. Oh, yeah, perfectly matched. <laughs> No question about it. And it makes sense that, that the predators would be hunting these things down. They make the perfect prey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, I think my favorite moment in Aliens, uh, one moment that always came back to me, uh, maybe two, but one specifically is when they're all stuck in that control room. 
Oh, and yes. they don't know where to go. And he put, pokes his head up into the vent and sees all of them coming through and, the vent. Yeah, and then he just falls down, and then they all just start coming out and screaming. Oh, oh. it's it's a that was genuinely scary. One thing that I don't think we touched on about uh, the first Alien film was uh, oh, I can't. You're gonna have to give me a pausing point here. Um, <laughs> Because I can't remember the name. Oh my gosh! Give me somebody. Ian Holm as Ash. Yeah, I was going to talk about him, and I forgot about that too. The synthetic that you don't find out until like halfway through the movie is working for the company and mm-hmm. on an automated routine. He's just like, yeah, crew's expendable. Sure, why not? We'll just take care of the. I'll take care of the alien. It's good. Yeah, it's, it's like yeah, I don't need you people. And the the idea of the synthetics really interesting to me. Like androids <laughs> with white goop for blood. Yeah, yeah. That was the one thing that I liked that that Prometheus and Alien Covenant did was was David. I, yes. I liked his character because he was so he acted so genuine, but then he had this conniving scheming side and it he still did. blew my mind how covenant ended with, with what he pulled that blew oh my, my mind gosh. yes yes <laughs> i have to go back and watch those films again like uh, yeah prometheus still bothers me for the reasons we, we talked about the too much focus on the engineers and not enough explanation um covenant i i think i enjoyed covenant a little bit more just because they focused more on on the xenomorphs where in the first one we got what one xenomorph at the end. It was like in the last mm-hmm. twenty minutes. Yeah, you know. So, um, but yeah, Ian Holm, man. Uh, whenever I think of Ian Holm, I always immediately think of the preacher from the Fifth Element. That I always go back to that with mm-hmm. him. But I always forget that he was the android and alien. And and to be honest, that's the two roles that he's really. I think people know him for is Alien and Fifth Element. See, I'm surprised that you went Fifth Element and not Bilbo Baggins from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, you know, I guess the reason why I didn't go there is because he's only in the one film. Yeah. You know, I mean, I guess I mean, that's why. But yeah, Bilbo, yeah, I should have <laughs> recognized that too. But anytime I think of Lord of the Rings, I immediately think of, of you know, uh, um, Ian McKellen or, yeah. or Elijah Wood. That, that's what I immediately go to. You don't um, think of yeah, the no, supporting too. cast, but um, yeah, yeah. Like I, I see him as Bilbo, and I see him as uh, Ash. Yeah, and it's and I, like I never thought, like in the first half of the film, before that reveal that he was, you know, not human. I just thought he was a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> he was no, he was a jerk. Like, Those androids are all jerks. Oh. Uh, no, I actually really liked Bishop. Bishop was uh, Bishop was fine. Yeah, you're Bishop right. Bishop was, was good. Bishop was a good android. Like he had his mission, and it was to save everybody else. He wasn't really focused on the the company part of it to get the alien. It's funny you bring up Bishop because now that brings me back to a question. Um, of course, the actor that played Bishop ended up being Waylon and AVP. Yep, which. Was was he always Wayland and See, Bishop the modeled is, after the after the after the owner? Yes. 
They, they actually okay. do the same thing in the Alien vs. Predator game from 2010. Whalen really? is, played, is played by the same guy. Now that's cool. Yeah, I and like it, that. I, I love the fact that Whalen is uh is modeled into one of the androids. Because he actually, like, Bishop in 2 and 3, like, uh, it's just like... I love the the continuity that happens from that. I love mm-hmm. same little it's tiny easter eggs. I'm okay with tiny easter eggs. You can't have the entire film be easter eggs. No. No, that'll be a mess. Oh. That's the one thing too. I I can easily say that Bishop probably is easily the second best character in the whole franchise behind Ripley. Yes. He's got to be. He's got to be because he's just he's so important in 2 and 3 and you're right the development and the continuity is just fantastic. What really makes me a little bit sad, though, is the fact that we didn't get to see uh, Hicks in Alien 3. I feel like it, mm-hmm. they took away too many characters that we cared about in a- Aliens, and then they just kill off like two-thirds of them. Well, it's funny you mention that because there was... Um, I have to look up the director's name... Uh, he was the guy that directed um, District 9. Okay. Uh, Neil Blomkamp. He actually had a pitch for an Alien film, and it was going to be it was going to ignore Alien 3 and Resurrection and be a sequel to Aliens. And it was going to have Hicks in it and Ripley and Newt. It was going to have all those characters in it. And, uh, of course, this is before Bill Paxton had, had passed. But, right. um, uh, but for some reason, the studio passed on it. They passed on it, and they went the Prometheus Covenant way instead. And I'm thinking, you know, I get what they were trying to do with the prequels, but at the same time, mm. maybe that film would have made up for the lackluster sequels. I mean, three is still decent, but it would have given us what we wanted from Aliens to follow up from. Yeah. Because they had, like, concept art. If you go on Google and you look up uh, Neil Blomkamp alien concept art, you can see all the concept art he drew up of... Of, of all the characters, and mm. he just he had a great idea. It was going to look a lot like Aliens, and I think that it's a shame they didn't go that direction. Yeah, it's hard. But there is an Aliens TV series coming out next <laughs> year. Wait, an Aliens TV series? Yes, yeah, it's going to be on going to be on FX. Uh, Noah Hawley, who did um, the Fargo TV series. Is running it, and it's going to take place on Earth seventy years before the first film. That's kind of my reaction too. I don't know what to think. I I really I'm very apprehensive because not only they're making a prequel series, I don't think that's the right way to go. Well, it's like, what can they tell us in that time period that we don't already know or we have to know? Like, what's going to be groundbreaking that's going to change the franchise? Maybe maybe they're focusing on, like, the company's needs and what they find out from the alien at that point to where they send the Nostromo to the the signal. I guess I'm I'm not following it. Like, I don't see where it lines up. Well, where does it land between like um like how many years before was Alien Covenant before the first film? Do we know that? Oh, Alien 
moment. Uh, time before alien. Let's see. Okay, that doesn't give me any. <laughs> that gives me nothing. Didn't specify an answer. Uh oh, eighteen years. Okay, so Prometheus probably would have had to have been. I think Prometheus was only what two years before yeah, would, Covenant. It would have been less than five years before that. So we're talking about fifty years before even Prometheus. This series going to take place. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about that. I much rather would have had a series maybe be after Covenant. That would have well, made a little it, bit more sense. And, and even looking at the the time though, like. Alien Covenant is set in the year twenty one oh four. That's that is that roughly eighty years from right now to where they have that kind of technology. Yeah, I don't so think that's going to happen. You're coming. You're you're going to look back fifty years prior to that and have a a, a a prequel series based off of that. Like I know our technology can, is is not. It's not terrible right now, but we're not even close to alien technology. No, No, this would be like the early days of of ships. It's like, okay, where's the alien come into play here now? And how would you even how would you even get the alien in the first place, let alone uh, contain the alien? There's no. The whole it never it never got to Earth in the series. The rumor was that after they did Resurrection, there was supposed to be another film that was going to take place with the alien getting aliens getting to Earth somehow. Yeah, it's like that would have made a little bit more sense for a sequel to do that if it was a sequel series. But yeah. for that, if how's the alien going to show up on Earth? They supposedly didn't know about the aliens until the Nostromo went there. Yeah, unless there's a face hugger on the ship that Ripley and you know. Uh, Winona Ryder's character took to Earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, that's what I was thinking too. I'm watching the end of the film, and I'm like, okay, so how was the next one going to take place on Earth? It's pretty definitive that the Aliens series pretty much is over at that point. It feels like it's yeah. over. Because mm-hmm. you, you mentioned to me when we were talking about that, you said, well, Resurrection is kind of the ending. And I didn't really remember, but I'm watching the ending, and I'm like, yeah, I don't really know what was left here. There, there was nothing left to do. Like you, mm-hmm. you, you've explored every single possibility that you could with the alien in this, in this timeline, I guess, and right. in the the fact that it was just com- combating the human race. Like, unless it was you know scientists going to visit the home world and a chance to learn more about it as a whole, which is possible, which, is which possible. would be which would be really good and uh, m- multiple games set up for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never got any clarification on that. Also, how would that even be? St- how would you even have an alien home world? Well, considering they were created by engineers, like they never really established that. So did the engineers, uh, because the Prometheus planet, that's where they were created. Correct. I believe so. They were. They didn't. They didn't overtake it. No, they didn't. I think they just wait until something comes around. Because even the planet, there was no life. There's no birds. There's no wildlife. True. The planet in Prometheus and in Covenant, they both were lifeless planets. And uh, in the original Alien movie, I mean, that one did get terraformed a little bit and aliens, 
but you mm-hmm. you don't see any wildlife. No. No, I, that's why I don't understand like what exactly was going to be the agenda there. So I, I feel like if you want to continue Alien, yeah, a prequel is the way to go, but it would have been more appropriate to go after Covenant and kind of just tie the series into the right. first film. I think Which that what Ridley Scott wanted to do it. with the last film. Mm-hmm. That could have been better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, Ridley Scott had said that his plan for the last uh, for the last Alien Covenant sequel was going to be at the end of that film. It was going to be the uh, the ship that the Nostromo found mm-hmm. was going to crash land. And that was going to be the ending of the film leading directly into the first Alien film. Okay. Okay. I think some people suspected that the ship that David was on was actually that ship. And I don't remember if if, if it was that ship or they were trying to set it up that it was that ship. It looked it, it looked like that ship. <laughs> mm-hmm. and I guess I we could like go with that argument. We could. We could. I feel like that did tie it together but it just leaves a lot of unexplained space and mystery with the ending of covenant well it also too is like if that is the ship well, where did david go then when the, when the nostromo got there where did, where did he disappear to right where where so, would he suddenly get it wouldn't make any sense he would go right back to earth wouldn't he I mean, I would think so did he i, I he set a course for some place he didn't set a course for earth though at the end i don't think did he? I don't. I want to look that up. I don't remember if he set a course for Earth or not. We're so knowledgeable about the the Alien franchise right now. We're we're we're, we're decent, but we're it's been welcome, a while since. since those welcome ones. to the Alien retrospective, where we look up facts about Alien. <laughs> uh, uh, so the Covenant resumes its voyage to Or Orega Six. So it wasn't even going to the planet. I think the Nostromo went to. No. So, which means this was not the ship, unless it crash-landed on the way to where he was going. It could have been it. But he didn't even set a course for Earth, which I find to be a little bit of a head-scratcher. Maybe it was just the nearest, like, settlement that had, uh, like, a, a space station. Yeah, it's just a, with yeah. more people, you get more aliens. Which I still, to this day, don't really understand what, what David really wanted wanted that situation. Right, unless his programming went haywire. <laughs> more, more, more questions. Yeah, the Alien franchise leaves us with more questions than it does answers. <sighs> kind of does, and that and that directly leads me into Alien Three because the choice to kill off Newt was a little bit of a head scratcher to open the film for me. That that and killing Hicks in that that was it was kind of a devastating blow. Yeah, like you, I mean, considering they both survived that film, it's like you felt accomplished. You know, you, you got three people. Yeah, you you start Alien 3 off in a very dark place. Very. And it doesn't seem to, it doesn't go up. Like, it just stays oh God, in the dark. I think that's the problem with Alien 3, is it stays in the dark most of the time. Not like Alien mm-hmm. Redland, where you just can't watch the movie, because it's too dark. Yeah, because so we're hiding the effects budget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. No, but, you're right though. I mean, the, the the color palette is dark. Um, the uh, the the movie never never peaks. It just kind of just goes like this until the point where it Ripley coasts. dies. 
Yeah. yeah. It, it coasts until about the very end where it, it kind of dips up a little bit. And then, and that, and it kind of ends on that high note. Yeah. I, Alien I like, 3 does not, does not set up resurrection at all. It. You think so? I, I mean, I think, I think it does in a way. I mean, you're looking at, uh, okay. So Alien 3, Prison Planet. Mm-hmm. A lot of really suddenly religious ex-criminals. <laughs> and like the, they all, they're able to take a sample of her blood from that place. How incredibly yeah. unsanitary that place must be. <laughs> Very much so. I mean, shit. And, uh, I mean, like, yeah. at the end, she went through a lot and, like, trying to keep the new queen inside. Mm-hmm. But, it, honestly, I don't know how she would have... That's the only option, is to take a, a sample of her blood and to twist it as much as they can until they got what they needed. Well, I feel like that that prison planet's inspiration was Rua Pinte from Undiscovered Country. You really think so? I get a little bit of that vibe. Um, I mean, it, it's you can still go outside in that planet, though. I I feel true. like it's it's got more of a a Jabba's palace vibe, mm-hmm. an empty Jabba's palace, it does. of course, and. Mm-hmm. It's outside in the outside. You got all sand, and it's all dry, and you know, no one really wants to be out there. And then the the characters of Alien Three, like I, oh shoot, now I can't even remember his name. He was in, um, he's the the love interest of Ripley in this movie. He's the doctor. Oh, I yeah, what's his name? I cannot believe it. Cannot believe it. <laughs> Every single time I, I have to look all this up. <laughs> it happens. Uh, you're talking about... Prison Warden, the assistant of the mass murderer. What was his... Because he's a big name. Like, a Charles Dance. Charles Dance. Yes, uh, as, as, John, uh, Jonathan John, Clemens. I thought I loved I loved his character as well as I loved uh, Charles Sutton or Charles Dutton's character as well. Like super, mm-hmm. like they they all stuck to their guns in that film. I, I love good the, secondary characters. The the secondary characters was great. I just didn't know if it was a good site for an alien film. I felt like it was trying to be political. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could see that point of view, a little bit. Right. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, 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 it's almost like, yeah, it almost like the film had a little bit of an agenda to speak a message, which it was fine in some films, movie? but not here. With an alien movie, though, it doesn't make sense to go the political route. No, it's not the kind of movie you would do that kind of thing for. This is a horror film. <laughs> Don't place like a gender horror film. Yeah, people don't want to go see a movie to uh, either be lectured or to be given 
a history lesson or whatever. They just want to sit back and enjoy a sci-fi mm-hmm. film. Yeah, yep. you're, you're right. You're right. And um, I don't even know if it's so much a, that a prison wasn't necessarily the best situation. I guess it works in the sense that it's a little claustrophobic and a little bit, you know, uh, tight corridors like a space right. space station would be. Um, but maybe it wasn't a good site for an entire film to take place. Right. Like this is, well, it's not even just a prison. It's a prison slash refinery or like, cause they had That's the, the part mold. I didn't get. Yeah. Cause, cause all it was like shut down and everything too. So what is, what is the point that it's proving there? See now more, the more I talk about it, the less I'm liking alien three, but I have to watch it again. <laughs> the more it becomes a little bit of a head scratcher. Like what it was is. the thing here? Okay, so you just got done fighting alien in aliens. You you fought. You blew up the queen. Oh no, you blew her on an airlock. You you rescued your adopted kid and your you know your boyfriend, and you're you're headed off. And suddenly you crash on a prison planet. Both of them are dead. So there's that. Or uh, face huggers randomly appeared. There, I think there was two face huggers that appeared. Yeah, there was one on 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 Newt, and was there one on him as well? No, there. Oh, could it have just? I think it was just the one. It was just the one alien because then she had to do the autopsy mm-hmm. on Newt, which was a very uncomfortable yeah. scene. It was a very yeah. uncomfortable scene. I mm-hmm. I that actually is more traumatizing to watch that happen than uh, like the first alien film. Yeah. There's, there's yeah. desperation and then autopsy. And I'm just like, this is a lot. This is a lot. It's like this film really made it its goal to, again, they were trying to push the envelope in a different direction. Mm-hmm. And it, that's the problem with this movie. It doesn't really stick the landing with what it tries to do a lot of times. Right. Um, but yeah, that that's that scene is uncomfortable, and I I still scratch my head too as to how one face hugger randomly survived. I mean, where did that face hugger come from? Because don't they usually need the eggs to live before they can come out and have to need a host? Here's the thing, though. Like, it, you you got to look at the alien as like a super perfect creature. Mm. I would not discount the fact of maybe it taking some face huggers and it like having some face huggers on its back, like the queen, like got under the ship with, you know, things in tow and just kind of let loose. That's possible. Or even and the thing re- is that they show flashbacks. They don't even, they don't even like show that you think that'd be something to be like, Oh, this is how the face hugger got there. They're just like, no, it just got there somehow. I think it's, I think that is a suspending disbelief sort of thing of like, it's an alien movie. The alien has to cause chaos somehow. Mm-hmm. And that's we we're just supposed to believe it because it's yeah. a alien film. It's like, oh yeah, this ha- it, face hugger survived. That that's it. Buy it. That's what happened. Yeah, and yeah. The, the fact that the face hugger was a like a queen, like it laid a queen out of mm-hmm. all th- like that is, yeah, that that's very high tension, and you need to get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. But you can't do it without killing the host. Did they say that how Hicks died? Did he just die in the crash landing? Is that basically how they described it? 
Oh, uh, he died in the crash landing because uh, a monitor came forward and decapitated him. And Newt, she drowned in her cryogenic tube because it filled up wow. with water. Wow. And just Ripley just happens to survive. Because I'm guessing because she had the face hugger on her. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, because, I guess that would even be... Even that starting moment, like, the, the glass casing was broken where she was in. Mm-hmm. And, like, sure, crash landing, the alien could have just scurried off after implanting the eggs and then being done. Mm-hmm. And just died in a corner and no one would have found it. No, nope. Because no one wants to go outside. Hell no. Who wants to go outside during that? <laughs> I will yeah. say, though, the, the, the similarity between uh, Alien and Alien 3 was the, uh, the scene with the android. So they, they were able to take the head and suddenly make it work again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I liked Ashes better than Bishop's. Ashes looked re- extremely realistic when they were able to like take his disconnected head and to mm-hmm. connect computers. And he suddenly was able to just kind of talk and like give facial emotions. That was Loki. Very terrifying. Like j- almost just as terrifying as the whole alien stuff. It's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, you're looking at a severed head that is talking to you and, you know, bleeding. It's, stuff all over the place. It's white goo just out of its neck. Yeah. No. I was all I would always think that the androids are just as terrifying as the aliens. They can be. I mean, especially watching David in in the other movies. He he is something about him where even that that first film, David is relatively a good guy. Mm -hmm. And it really isn't until Covenant where he gets sneaky and, and bad. But mm-hmm. even in that first film, there was something about him that just kind of like, dude, you, you're making me uncomfortable. You're sending chills down my spine. Get away from me. He he <laughs> he plays <laughs> he plays the role in a very creepy way. And Fastbender's kind of like that. Fastbender's really good, but it mm-hmm. almost it was almost like a stalker. Yeah. Like, he felt like he was stalking his prey, and his prey was the people that were coming to the planet in Covenant. Yeah, yeah. What was it, the character's name in the first film? The one the one that was the lead in the first film. Do you remember what her character was? I remember her, what about her name? <laughs> Prometheus well, Covenant, they're, they're, they're hard to remember. That's what angered me about Prometheus and Covenant, though, too, that she survived the end of the first film, and then the second film starts, and it's like, uh, yeah... Um, she went on a journey with David and she died. Yeah, like, pretty much. Oh, okay. So her surviving the first film really wasn't necessary. <laughs> Hold on a second. You mean to tell me, right, that <laughs> Prometheus came out in 2012? Prometheus oh, that 10, 10 years ago? That movie's 10 years old already? Holy shit. That does not feel 10 years old. And then the Covenant is 2017. They took five years to make a sequel? No wonder No wonder the Alien franchise kind of took a little bit of a dip. I mean, it's like, you know, you can do one sequel every five years. Yeah, you, you know, you're going to get that a little bit of that lull feeling when you come back to the box office. No, right. they feel like, no, people will be chomping at the bit. It, 
Aliens franchise is successful, but people are not chomping at the bit for it. No. I mean, it's people are more chomping at the bit for Terminator than they were Alien. Yeah, and look because what they, because Terminator they had the... for the most part too. <sighs> Terminator. I still don't think Terminator is bad, but <laughs> no, I think I still think Genesis and Dark Fader are good. I think they got a bad rap, and I don't think they deserve mm-hmm. it. But uh, looking at Aliens, it's just it's hard because they don't like like I said, it goes back to the 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 budget and the effects. It's just you need to make it believable again, and they're not willing to go that distance for it. Mm-hmm. Well, the practical effects for you know are, are a little bit more expensive because they got to spend money, you know, for the people to make them and all the materials and shit. And it's like, they don't want to go the extra mile just to give it a little bit of an extra special feel. That that's the thing is that they are, they're not willing to put in an extra effort. I I would rather see a film with that extra effort than all of the CGI in the last few movies. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's the one thing people (laughs) jump on Marvel for is that they say Marvel is great and everything they go, but Marvel again, a lot of it is CGI fests and, you know, that's what we're trying to get away from. We would like more practical effects. I mean, you can't do practical effects for all Marvel stuff because some of it's impossible to do that for. But um, it's like you have those directors. What is it, Scorsese? And uh, there was somebody else who really gives Marvel movies shit. You know, oh. um, saying they're not film, they're not films, or they're not movies. And it's like that's a little bit of a stretch. It is. It is a little bit of a stretch. It's. It's hard to determine what is and what isn't a good film because everyone has different tastes. Like we all say here, it's subjective. Mm-hmm. It's, it's always going to be subjective because True. there's always going to be someone that likes it, and there will not. There will be someone who does not, and for their own particular reasons. I think Scorsese is jealous because his movies don't come anywhere close to making that amount of money as Marvel movies do. That's the problem. <laughs> that, that seems like that's the subjective part of it. He's just, you know, he's just being salty. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, don't be, so don't be salty. Let's let's, yeah, let's don't be salty. <laughs> and don't coming be like that. Yeah, don't coming be from the condiment games, don't be salty. <laughs> don't be salty. <laughs> just keep the salt on your fries. Don't be salty about Marvel. Right. Um. But, uh, yeah, I, I told you about Alien 3. Alien 3 has the special edition that's a half hour longer. Now, Aliens actually has a special edition, too. I don't know how much longer that version is, and I don't... Mm-hmm. I, I'm having a hard time comparing those two. I'd have to go back and watch them again. Right. But um, Alien 3's special edition is superior because it's closer to uh, director David Fincher's vision. I guess that there was a lot of studio influence with that first cut and there's a lot of things that happened i guess in his in that first cut that were not his decisions Mm -hmm. and he blames some of the negative effect of the film based upon he didn't get to do certain things he wanted yeah um the special edition does fix a lot of that i mean it doesn't fix some of the broken stuff and the movie's broken in parts because it's just broken yeah Um, but it definitely improves it um right alien resurrection has one too but i think that's only like five ten minutes longer um, but yeah, Alien Resurrection. This is the one I really wanted to talk about because this one, this this w- okay. Can I? I want to give you exactly what Alien Resurrection is. It is the Alien franchise, but they just went kitchen sink on it. Mm-hmm. You, you summed everything it up perfectly. In the, everything in the kitchen sink. Let's just let's let's bring it up and let's mold something with it, and that is what we got. Yep. 
Yep. I this love, movie okay. feels. Go ahead. It, it, it it's. I love the starting of the movie. I think the uh, the cloning and all that stuff just to get an alien. It shows the desperation of these companies that mm-hmm. want this thing for whatever purposes. I don't know what the reason is. Still, I don't know either. That like that's a question I want answered in the next Alien film. Why mm-hmm. does the company want the alien? Give me yeah. give me a reason. Make me believe it. <laughs> There was only one line drop where the one doctor had said something about how, oh, well, we can cure some diseases and this and that. I'm thinking, what do you need the aliens alive for to do that? Like, mm-hmm. And what exactly are they going to give you to provide a vaccine to cure a disease? Right. How do you know this? Right. And, and like, looking at, like, the alien resurrection cast is is really, like, full it's stacked. Like, you got mm-hmm. Sigourney Weaver. You got Winona Ryder. You got Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman is a really good in this movie. I liked him in this movie. I did very much so. And, and it's just, they all play so well together. Mm-hmm. I think the my my favorite scene is the basketball scene. <laughs> oh yeah, which is moving it around and yeah. just also. When she makes that like half court backwards throw, mm-hmm. that's the that's the first time she did it, and that's first take. And every, that's everyone's reaction from it. Wow, wow! So, she she yep. I guess Scorny's got game. <laughs> All right. All right. And I I love the different version of Scorny Weaver in this too. Like she she in her head has that hive mentality that generational high mentality that the The movement of the head at times too is like an alien that she kind of does yeah she 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 isn't human but she isn't alien either like Mm -hmm. i love the yeah i love everything about sigourney weaver in that film because it completely changes the character that i did like i liked her um, I think mm-hmm. my only gripe is, as I'm watching it, especially the first act, the last act is fine, but like the first act and a half, it feels very B-movie-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie almost feels a little cheap. It, it is cheap, because it, it, it's there's so many jokes, there's so many jabs, there, there, are, little, there are little things mm-hmm. that just make it seem like, is the movie just trying to make fun of itself? And then when it, it gets like in, it. when it gets into the heavy, it gets heavy. Yeah. Uh, I like like I said the beginning of the movie when they do the clones and everything, and uh, I found that to be interesting. When I saw the clones, the 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 heavier scene of the clones, oh, half alien kind of, yeah. I yeah, like that was a little much. <laughs> But yeah, this, that was this is pretty disturbing. This is, this is alien. It's body horror. They just took mm-hmm. it a different direction with that, and suddenly yeah. you're seeing morphed Ripley and Alien Queen. Like you, you see one where she's like full body her, but her head is like half alien meshed in with it. That was so screwed up. And so screwed up. The one that was still alive, and that, that she was had to. Rough. And and not yeah. only that. Okay, let, let's just let's bring it here, right? Um, 
she didn't even do it in a merciful way. But let's, let's make this let's make this very clear. I felt like that should have been uh, less extreme. Instead of uh, how about you just destroy it with something that is quick and easy, not burning them alive with a flamethrower. And you know what gets me with that too is like they were trying to hide from the aliens. Well, that's one way to attract them to you. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm just sitting there. They're all standing there watching. I'm like. Is anybody watching the corridor behind you to see if one's going to come? Yeah, they're all they they were just as stunned as we were. They were just like, "No, yeah. we got to focus." It's like looking at um well, I get it's like looking at a car crash. It's just like you can't look away because it's so there's so much going on. Yeah. No, that's true too. Yeah, that scene was was a lot. I'm just That scene was that scene was over the top. That was the one scene I could have gone without in this entire movie it would it would have taken away from that but it wouldn't it also wouldn't have explained uh the ending either which i also felt was a little much and over the top oh the uh especially the the hybrid monster the the what it was what was that alien called i can't even remember but it was just have a name but it it referred to ripley as its mother as its mother, but then I'm also sitting there trying to figure out, like, how is there another alien queen? The queen was killed in Aliens. Where did this new queen come from? The new queen came from... the. That's the reason that they were cloning Ripley in the first place, is because they wanted to get the queen out of her chest. They show that in the beginning of the movie. That's right. That's so they, right. They that's why out. it refers to her as mother. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I so, must have missed that part. So they, they take the alien out of there. They re, you know they 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 somehow get volunteers to do this experiment. So they're able to make more aliens on a ship. It, it it's like the analogy of putting the the Incredible Hulk inside of a subway train. Like that that's exactly the kind of chaos that you're looking at here. Did you did you ever once think that this may not be a good idea? The, were the, those people volunteers or were they I think they were captured. They may Oh no, they were captured. They were Because the one guy that survived said he was captured. Because that's what the mercenaries were bringing in. Mhm. Yeah. The they were on their ship people. that were still thing to those things. Yep. They brought in a bunch of people to be human experiments for That was ex- a little extreme too. <sighs> it, uh, key point of the movie is never trust the government. <laughs> well, no, no, no. That, never that, trust that's a fine company. example. Never trust big companies. Yeah. I mean, I'm sitting here watching, and I'm looking at all these people on the ship. Every person that works on the ship before the mercenaries come, they're all weird people. They are. It didn't make any Like, looking no. at the entirety, like, they didn't know how to handle anything. No. Then the one doctor that's making out with the with the glass of the alien, I, I'm watching that scene and I'm like, "Yeah, that was why weird. is this happening?" That that was really bad. I did well, not it makes like sense it. later when he's still down in that chamber and he's all attached to the to the hive and shit, and he's mm-hmm. going on and on about some kind of mumbo jumbo. Yeah. I couldn't figure out if that was still him rattling it off or he just went insane and was rattling it off mm-hmm. and and then like 
Lucy's just like I feel like the movie is trying not to be like campy, but it really is. At some oh, point. it was campy. Like yeah. when the when the soldiers are like getting into the escape pods to get out of the ship and everything, and then the one general throws a grenade in there because he sees a uh, an alien go in, and and he does. There's aliens around, and he stands there to take the time to fucking salute, salute. and then he gets killed from behind. Yeah. <laughs> I, that that felt like a parody within itself. Yes, that's exactly what it was. Because yeah. they're not like these are military personnel and they are they're acting like their first day on the job. Yeah. And not what you would do is you throw that training. grenade, you would throw that grenade, hit the door to close it, and run like fucking hell. Run. That's Get what you do. There. Oh, that's frustrating. That scene's frustrating because I'm thinking, you know what, Captain, you didn't have to die. You did not have to die in that situation, but your mm-hmm. your dumbass felt like I have to salute those soldiers right now. That's got to happen right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, no, the, the movie, the, 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 that first act and a half specifically feels really campy. And I couldn't really put my finger on why, but then when I was watching it today, I'm just watching the way it's shot how the dialogue's being delivered, certain things that are happening. I'm like, am I watching a movie I picked up at Blockbuster, you know, <laughs> fi- you know, 15, 20 years ago that I just grabbed on the shelf that was just released direct to video? Because that's what it felt like at times. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering why Sigourney Weaver was in this at first. It was the money. It was the money. <laughs> the money talks. And she was also money. a co-producer on the movie, so that also is a bit of a head-scratcher. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that went into this movie that's very confusing, and I'm, I'm really hoping that if they, you know, go further with it, that they create something a little bit more simplistic. Simplicity is key. Now, would you would you be down if they decided to reboot the franchise? Would you go for it? I think it's too early. It's definitely too early. It's far too yeah. early because they they've already rebu- rebooted it once. I, I would wait. I hate to say it, I'd wait another ten years. Just you know what scares like, me about that too? Disney owns the property now. Disney owns the Alien property because Fox owned the Alien property, and now Disney owns Fox. You're you're never gonna see it again. We're, I'm just going to call yeah. it now. You're never going to see they, it. They keep saying that that they're going to keep the franchise intact. I'm thinking, yeah, it's going to go to that TV franchise they're going to do, and that TV show probably won't last but a season or two, and then it'll just disappear into the abyss forever. That's the that's the issue. I I really I think the the TV series is a bad idea. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not going to watch it until after it comes out like in full, so I can watch the see whole where thing. it gets received. What happens? Uh, I I don't like even even Predator. I'm I'm still like I'm excited for Prey because it mm-hmm. looks it, it's a great concept. Like this this concept is great. I also think the um, the fact that they're also putting it in native tongue as one of its languages is That's good. Oh, that is mm-hmm. the right way. That is the right way to mm-hmm. do it. Like I almost want to watch it in that with subtitles. Like that's how I want to perceive it because yeah, I want I want that that Im- immersion because you're going back to the to the time of natives. Like just yeah, do it. Just do it. Yeah, 
It scares I, I me again, for though. anyone listening to to do that as well. Don't watch it yeah. in English. That's just not that's not okay. Watch it properly. <laughs> what scares me though is too is that Disney does own the Predator franchise now too. Because Predator was also a Fox property. That's why they were able to do AVP so easily. And the good news is if, if Prey ends up looking as good as it looks, ends up being as good as it looks, then okay, then I'll feel a little encouraged about Disney. Mm-hmm. even owning Alien at that point. But yeah. if this movie bombs, I think all hope's lost for both franchises at that point. We'll, yeah. I, I think it's just like we should have left it at... We, we should have left it at the first Alien versus Predator and just kind of left it there. Because every movie after that turned into kind of a dumpster fire. Yeah. And it, it's it's sad because, you know, when we get into Prometheus and stuff with the next one, but what's sad about this is that Ridley Scott did those two films. You know, he was the brainchild of the first Alien film. So it, it, it dumbfounds me how he was not able to capture that same essence of that first film and kind of repeat that. Yeah. Um, kind of what makes me almost wish that Cameron would have been the one doing the prequels versus Ridley Scott. Right. Right. I hate to say that because, you know, people, people throw up the debate. Who was the better Alien director, Ridley Scott or James Cameron? To me, I don't think it's even a fair argument to even to even do that because both Alien and Aliens are two totally different types of Alien films. Right. Right. Bring them both together. Bring them both together. Joint that effort. That would be a hell of a collaboration. Yes. Do that. I, I, yep. would, I would rather have the two leading people that made this franchise what it is to bring them together and to make something absolutely breathtaking. Yeah. And I think they both could put their creative minds together. Oh, because yeah. they, I think that, they I think both special. see a similar vision with it. Mm-hmm. It, it is yeah. like even though their their path may be different, it still kind of forms in on what the franchise is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I think there's an opportunity here. Again, there's an opportunity that I feel like they're just going to miss. Um, with Cameron being so focused on his Avatar sequels, that's a whole other discussion and debate that I don't yeah. understand why he is so put himself so much into that franchise. I mean, I would have loved to see him come back and actually direct a Terminator film, but he won't do it. I mean, th- him producing uh, Dark Fate was as close as we're going to come. See, I think I think the 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 problem is is that the majority like the majority of people who like the films are more likely to go towards the the titanic or avatar and they're not mm-hmm. they they can't stomach the the alien franchise which is really why. sad it's it's really sad because i think they're really good films outside of the fact of being horror like it they're the screenplay, the music, the tension, everything that is in these the first two movies, it just feels right because you feel bad all like like you feel wrong all the time, like something's gonna go mm-hmm. wrong. It it it's the perfect display of emotions at all times. But after after that ending of Aliens, you never see it again. No. You don't the, the first two films are never recaptured. You can't recapture that without those people on that project, and you could make something glorious. It could. 
There, there's an opportunity there. I, I don't care if, if, if it's just Cameron producing and Ridley Scott directs, or even if they just pr- both produce it and bring on a director that they choose. Something mm-hmm. like that. You know, they don't have to necessarily make the movie themselves, but yeah, get the two brainchilds back together. If you want to get the franchise back in the good graces, you got to bring both of them in to make it right. I just, I'm not going to hold my breath for it. No, especially with Disney owning it now, I'm just, my hopes are going out the window. Prey really is the last hope because I think the uh, the life of the Alien and Predator franchise rests on on the success of the movie. Yeah. Yep. Yep, and and what scares me too is that the movie is not even going to theaters. It's direct. It's it's on Hulu. Oh, I didn't know it was going yeah. to Hulu. So I'll yep. be watching that. <laughs> yeah, which I don't know why it's going direct to streaming though. Like that's what scares me. Why is this not going in the theater? I I think I don't think they're confident enough in a theater release. That scares me. Because because the last Predator film before this bombed, it was oh, ooh. Yeah. I mean we talked about it. We're gonna talk about it at some point. Not today. Oh yeah, we're gonna talk about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're gonna talk about that one. And what's what's sad about that situation is Predators, which ended up being a somewhat pretty good, pretty decent film with a good cast in it, mm-hmm. and it did pretty well at the box office. Why didn't that just get continued? Why did they go in a completely opposite direction? I okay, I'm saying this as a concerned fan. I did not care for Adrian Brody in that film. I didn't either. I think he was I playing like the, a tough felt, guy that wasn't all that tough. He he was a lanky tough guy. Like you look at his build, and he is like a third of what the Predator is. Yeah, he doesn't even compare. You, Lawrence you Fishburne needed, was more comparable to, than that than him than he was. You needed someone. Uh, you needed someone bigger to at least put up a hand to hand combat of a fight sort of thing. Yeah. Just it it didn't make sense to me, and I mean that that I think that is like my one takeaway from Predators that I didn't like is that the lead was just not. It wasn't the it wasn't the right choice. In my opinion, no, good actor, but just didn't fit the actual role that he was playing. Yeah, you're supposed to play this, you're uh, this badass, but I feel like he was a little bit reserved most of the film, mm-hmm. kind of taking yeah. in the surroundings instead of actually doing anything about it. Yeah, well, that whole first act of that movie is a lot of taking in the surroundings, and it's almost <laughs> too much of that. Yeah. No. We'll get we'll get into we'll get into that whole thing yeah. when we talk about those because that that's going to be with uh, the predator will be an interesting discussion. But uh, okay, so how do you rank these four? <laughs> these four movies. Okay. I think because of I, I'm going to have to put aliens at the top of the list. Top of the list is Aliens, mostly because there are a lot more character moments from that that make the the film memorable. Like mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like Aliens is a is a an action horror that you could recite to people, like it, it just the the memes alone. <laughs> no, you know, true. Bill Paxton, 
game over, man. Game over. Like, uh, like that, oh, that. That's a. And then uh, you know Ripley in the in the the loader suit fighting off a queen. Like that's an unforgivable badass moment. It's iconic. Yeah. Like they make references to that everywhere. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, so I think uh, after that obviously comes the first alien film. Um, and then I would put, I'd put alien three in third place. Cause I can't stand resurrections. I just can't. It's so bad. Yeah. It's the it's, B movie feel. The beginning takes, takes me down to the bottom of the barrel for me. Easily yeah. just that alone makes me feel. Yeah, I just I, I can't I can't rank it any other way that it, I mean, they're both close, like they're both really close. Like I would put them at number one for very different reasons. Mm-hmm. If if Alien was number one, it's because of the fact that it's the perfect horror movie. Like this movie is so comparable to like ter- the, the Terminator, in fact, of horror like that. Mm-hmm. You just have hopelessness through the entirety of the film. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's no hope whatsoever in that film. I mean, it's... And, and that's kind of the same... Well, I guess it's kind of the same way that Alien 3 did. Alien 3 had that same similar feel. You had no hope throughout that film either, for the most part. Um, mm-hmm. But you're right. That 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 doom and gloom feel of the first movie is just... There's something particularly special about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think my order's about the same as yours. Uh, Resurrection's easily bottom of the barrel. That B-movie feel just... It, it kind of almost took me out of it. By the time I get to that last act to take it all seriously, I was already kind of removed from the movie at that point. Yeah. Um, it, it, at least with Alien 3, at least it still felt like it was on the same... Um, tonally, it was kind of similar to Aliens. It felt like it was still on that same page. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, the, the 200 years between 3 and 4 will do that to you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm probably going to go 2, 1, 3, 4. Um, and, and 2 and 1 are very close. I think the only reason why 2 is, is just slightly eclipses 1 is because um, I like the uh, the camaraderie of the group in that film, you right. know, and, and just the, the high-pressure tension situations of, of each set piece from the control room to right. uh, Ripley being in the sewers. And then it's just, yeah, it, 2 so just is good. just slightly better. Still so good. Yeah. I'm going to see if I can get my wife to watch it. What do you think, Cassie? You want to watch the aliens? No. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps after Terminator. Yeah, Perhaps, you know, ter- after Terminator, maybe <laughs> she'll be ready for it. I don't know. That's possible. <laughs> I, 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 I would try to find a movie that would kind of just, you know, ease her way into it, but. <laughs> I really can't think of one that really could properly ease your way into Alien. I mean, you just kind of got to jump into the fray with Aliens. Yeah, I mean, we're 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 just starting on Stranger Things now. I mean, that that amount of gore, I think we might be able to get her there. That might be a good transition. Stranger Things seems like an appropriate, you know, opening to Alien. That that might be that might work. She's she's ignoring me now. She she really doesn't want to watch the films. And I'm not going to make her watch it. There's no way. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I I'd say you you got to be you got to be in a certain frame of mind to watch those movies. You got to be willing to accept a lot of I'm going to say weirdness because there's it's it's there's weirdness, no question about it. Um, But so well, that was a that was a pretty good discussion. Uh, I don't think there's as much debate and 
dislike or distaste with those first four. No. Like we're going to have with the ones a little it, bit more following. Yeah, I mean, going into uh, Predator and then the crossovers is 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 quite the whale. <laughs> yeah, and then it, it gets progressively worse. It's well, a, it's a roller coaster. Like, it, it is... Yeah. A, because in each movie, you have your ups and downs of every mm-hmm. single one. But I don't know. I don't well, know, I think I think I think out of all we have left, I think Requiem probably is the bottom of the barrel. I'm I'm gonna throw that out there now because I remember that film being pretty bad, and I'm probably gonna rewatch it for when we do those. I'm kind of dreading it, but I think to be fair, I'm gonna have to rewatch it because I don't think I've watched it probably since it released. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> I think I watched you know. I watched it once, and I don't remember liking it. And then I was like, "Wait, did I like this film?" No, I still didn't like it. I I, no. and I couldn't see it. I had to turn the brightness all the way up. The thing of it is, if you got to ask yourself if you liked it, you, you don't like it. You didn't like it. No, no, you, you don't like it. But cool. I that that, that was a fun uh, that was a fun discussion. Unfortunately, Jason never got in here. I wouldn't mind hearing his his opinion on Alien because I don't think I've ever really. Uh, discussed alien with him too much so i i would i was curious to kind of know his thoughts on them here i'll um, do i'll do a good jason impression okay okay uh i i think that alien 3 is my favorite out of all the alien movies <laughs> with very close tie to, to to alien resurrection i thought that it was it was the you know such a good movie oh, and i didn't God. mind the campiness of it and uh, <laughs> i could say I like Alien Resurrection because because Ron Perlman's in it and he's just <laughs> awesome. <laughs> he's, he's my favorite character. character. Yeah, he's my favorite character. Uh, I can really relate to him, and that that's why Resurrection. <laughs> you know what? Resurrection is my first pick. Oh, oh man, oh yeah, that would have uh, that would have been uh, the episode's it's sticky moment if it would have happened. But yeah, no, it, it's. It, if if Alistair were to watch these films, I think his it's sticky moments would be every time a character picks up a weapon that is or that has been covered in the alien saliva. That is it. Yeah, that yeah, that, that's appropriate. Have... That's actually the most appropriate meaning of the whole meaning now. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. See, I think we need we need two different shirts for for the podcast we need the it's sticky moment and the it's subjective mm-hmm. t-shirts yep. we, we need those yep i agree that those are we i think we literally in every episode will either say it's sticky or it's subjective oh absolutely I, it's true, it's true. <laughs> oh, wow well let's let's hope uh let's hope you'll join us for prometheus and alien covenant because I'm going to start the episode with at least trying to get some brief thoughts of what he thinks of these four. Cause I really right. want to, I, I need, where I he's need at. Jason's thoughts. I need Jason's yeah, thoughts. I want to see where he's at. Cause if he says resurrection. I'm, I'm going to walk away with the camera. <laughs> I'm just going to walk clear out of the room. So we are I'm not even going to try to convince hours. him. Yeah. We've been live for it's five like, you know hours. Because Mike never came back. <laughs> I think Kabasik, Kabasik, you know what? Just for that, you're going to do a whole episode on why Resurrection, in your opinion, is the best Alien film. Good luck. Good luck. Good uh, luck. I will, you, I will listen to it. I'm going to listen to it in five-minute segments because uh... <laughs> I'll be doing this the whole time. 
Just not in my head. It's not in my head in disbelief. But uh, so we also have to get back to. I know people. Are, everybody's wondering. We have not gone back and finished the last supernatural retrospective yet. Mm-hmm. We uh, we still have eleven through fifteen, especially. I want to hear your thoughts on season twelve. Still, I've been chomping at the bit to hear that because that season exists. I thought it, they just- it, <laughs> it, it exists. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I think Martin had told me that he is finally on th- season thirteen. Oh, Martin, you got to speed it up, buddy. Yeah. He got through twelve. All twelve. He got through twelve. Okay, okay. Well, it's he's alive at least. <laughs> but I'm like, dude, what's taking you so long? You, you said you were you were gonna pummel through it. You've watched a season and a half, and it's been. I mean, two oh, months. Let's, let's look at this this way though. Life gets in the way, and watching it does. 24 episodes in whatever sittings that you want. It's that's true. Today we're, we're today it's getting easier because a lot of these cable shows or whatever are doing you know 12 or 13 or 10 episodes, so it makes right. it a little simpler. But yeah, Supernatural. That's true. It's got 22 to 24 episodes a season. That is a lot to get through. It's a lot. <clears throat> it's not. It's well, no season three. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> But we will get back to that whenever he he finishes that. We have not forgotten about it, and we will complete it because the last season something that I've been really wanting to discuss, especially the finale. That's the thing I actually really wanted to discuss the most about Supernatural. So right, right. I'll definitely get definitely get back to that. Um, and after we conclude Alien, there's Predator, and then after Predator, I don't know. I don't know. We'll 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 figure it out. There's sure there's some other series that. I wouldn't mind getting into a film series that is uh, controversial amongst amongst people, has a lot of different opinions, and even one that might even stir up a little bit of a debate for the whole panel. That would be something that'd be a lot of fun to do. Yes, yes. Let's figure one out. We need more debates. You and I think are you and I are thinking along the same lines lately, Mike. It's mm-hmm. making me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I, I when, when I heard you and uh, when you and Martin were debating that. Um, what was it? The when we were did the Doctor Strange episode. You guys were debating about the whole. Oh, I know about uh, Scarlet Witch. And I knew it was all going to happen. And you're like, no, you did not. I was going to say, yeah, that was a good. That, that was good. That, that got was a little a heated. It did. It did. I was just. I was just standing there like this, like this. Martin told me like a week or two later. He goes. He goes. Why? Why didn't you think? I said. I said. I, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. I said. I don't remember you ever suggesting that or predicting that. I said. I was damn Switzerland here. I'm not saying a damn word. I said that was between you two. You make your case. I'm not helping you out. He's trying to gaslight you into giving him the answer that he wants. Yeah. It's like, I'm not helping you out. You have the debate. I'm just going to listen and referee if I need to. Wow. Yeah. So, and you can talk with him about that next time. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. (laughs) We will see. But, uh, yeah, so next will be Prometheus and Alien Covenant in the coming weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see who will join us for that. Kabasic could be just us. Who knows? We will soon see. We'll see. We'll give it We'll give it a go. We'll give it a go. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us on another good, spirited episode. And mm-hmm. we'll see you on the Prometheus and Alien Covenant. That is a wrap. Cut and print. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. And coming soon, 
we conclude our supernatural retrospective as we cover seasons 11 through 15. To read our written reviews, subscribe to our podcast, listen to our podcasts, and go to our gaming streaming channels, go to lcaentertainment.org. You can subscribe to our podcast on all major platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and CastBox. Thank you for listening and subscribing to LCA Entertainment.